0: Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Well, welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. As you may be able to hear in the background, we've got lots of construction noise around our studios in Nashville, Tennessee. That's just the way it is. We are right downtown, and there are massive, massive projects going on around us, and they're doing a lot of blasting. So it doesn't bother us. We hope it doesn't bother you. I want to step out on a limb in this podcast and talk about in a moment what I expect is going to happen in the current presidential race. As I sit here right now on the 22nd of June, 2020, Republicans are in pretty bad shape and the presidential fortunes of Donald Trump are in pretty bad shape. He just attempted a rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma, my old stomping grounds, and it did not necessarily go well. Uh, He was his own bombastic self for two hours and wowed the crowd. But as we are famously hearing on the news these days, uh, the stadium was not full. They made the tickets available uh, for sale nationwide. And a lot of Trump's opposition bought those tickets and then, of course, did not show up. A lot of folks out front uh, who showed up to support the president went went home when they saw the protesters, did not want to have to brave the protesters who provided an intimidation factor. And so you had almost the entire upper tier of this Bach arena in uh in Tulsa as um, pretty much empty. And so blue seats were available, which of course uh, only added to you know the symbolism given that blue is the Democrat color and red is the Republican color when, it, when you're talking about blue versus red states. In addition to that, a Supreme Court ruling came down uh, here, uh, the majority opinion written by Justice Gorsuch, uh, Trump appointee, which included gender issues under employment protections so that now a transgender Gender or a gay person cannot be uh, dis- quote unquote discriminated against uh, in employment matters and uh, so therefore you have a ruling that most conservatives most Republicans uh, certainly most evangelicals would not Uh, want to have um, actually taking place. And again, I want to say majority opinion written by Justice Gorsuch, a Trump appointee. So uh, we are looking at uh, some flagging fortunes for Republicans. They are divided on the floor. Um, Trump has not seemed very strong and effective when it comes to answering coronavirus. He has not seemed very strong and effective in dealing with the uh, street violence. Uh, in fact, he's, he's actually seemed uh, rather odd with the entire Lafayette Park uh, extravaganza. And these are not my evaluations, by the way. These are what the national polls are showing. And so as a result, Republican, GOP, Trumpian fortunes are flagging. So a lot of people uh, who listen to this podcast and whom I hang with and talk with and, uh, you know, get a bite with and talk politics are saying, man's full out with it. What do you think is going to happen? So I'm going to step on, on a limb. I'm going to do something I've never done before. I'm going to try to predict what's going to happen in this election. Right now, Donald Trump and all the polls is losing to Joseph Biden. But I believe, and it's not because I'm a Trump supporter, because I, as I've said before, frustrating some of you, um, I'm an independent and I will vote based on who's closest to my values when the time comes. Uh, but I will predict, I do believe that Donald Trump is going to win this next election. And the reason I believe that is, and I say this with kindness, I hope in my voice, Joseph Biden is such an atrocious candidate. The fact is, that Joseph Biden got his party's nomination relatively early. He did not have to deal with a lot of the hurly-burly that he will have to deal with. Um, he is showing, and please, God, always keep me from ageism because I will go there one day too, Um he is showing some weakness. He is showing some confusion on the air. He is showing some discombobulation. He is showing that he often doesn't know what what state he's in. I'm not saying he's disoriented totally, but at the moment he can't remember what state he is in. So the fact is that people are starting or will we'll soon start to picture an 80-year-old Joseph Biden as president of the United States, probably ramping up for his second term if he should be elected. Um, also, it is come. Many of the things are coming out that uh, people who study these issues and know history and pay attention to Joe Biden's history um, knew, but a lot of other folks did not know. We we already know, of course, that Joseph Biden worked against Anita Hill's fortunes in the famous uh, Senate hearings uh, regarding. Uh, that whole issue, we all we all know what I, what I'm talking about. The confirmation hearings uh, in which she appeared. Um, we we know that Joseph Biden uh, was on the wrong side of busing. He was on the wrong side of other issues. He was uh, he's been on the wrong side uh, of many of these issues from the perspective of people who are voting for him now. So he's going to appoint a female African American. Uh, Vice presidential uh, nominee, and that is a smart move, something I urged Republicans to do for many, many years. Um, But the fact of the matter is that he is going to step out and be seen to be a weak candidate. And it will only take an international problem. Uh, crisis, which is what Trump longs to have happen. He would love to have to handle a real international crisis where it's us against them, uh, rather than a divided country. He's not a healer. He's not an Obama. He's not a Kennedy. Um, he's not. He's not that kind of figure. But he would like to lead Americans, flags waving, um, you know, aircraft carriers uh, storming into zones uh, against an, an opposition. And there are some forces in the world who might just give him that opportunity. So all of this to say that while right now his fortunes are flagging, when he finally steps up, when we have the conventions, which, by the way, remember, that's only in about six weeks from right now, um, or a little bit more, perhaps, uh, we are going to see a Joseph Biden who is a stunningly weak candidate and while i 'm an advocate for an African American woman to be uh, vice president, I had wished that would be on the other side of the aisle. Um, the fact is that most of the people he is uh, currently considering are relatively inexperienced and untested uh that 's not a that 's not a bigoted statement it 's just true you, you You choose any of the people he 's currently going for currently considering they are going to be relatively untested, uh, even should he choose and he's he, this has already been uh, d- denied repeatedly and, 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 you know, spoken against. But should he choose Michelle Obama? She's still relatively untested and inexperienced in any kind of political role. So this is not a put down of African-American women. This is simply the case that you will not have Joseph Biden bolstered by a strong African-American female vice presidential candidate. He's reaching to people who are relatively inexperienced because he believes they ought to be present in the national debate. That's actually honorable. It will not serve him well in the campaign. So Donald Trump is going to show up angry, experienced, hard-hitting, knocking people off balance, interrupting, all of the stage drama that you saw with Hillary Clinton. He's going to campaign well. He's going to do better events. Tulsa is going to be a distant memory within a matter of weeks. And we are going to be seeing a Donald Trump who is ready to fight. He's well-funded. He has a vice president who can serve him well and already has, what, three, four, three and a half years of experience. Um, And Joseph Biden is going to come out of the basement. I don't mean that pejoratively, but that's basically where he's been conducting his campaign. And he is going to have to take take Trump on directly. It's easy to criticize Trump for the, for the Tulsa rally. It's easy to criticize Trump for his stupid statements. It's easy to criticize Trump for his handling coronavirus. And it's easy to criticize Trump for the absurd, and this is my opinion, Lafayette Park demonstration, meaning his, not the, not the crowd. But the fact is that as it stands now, the Democrats have handed the United States an incredibly weak candidate. Joseph Biden, whatever his virtues, and I did an earlier podcast on this, if you'd like to hear me comment on him uh, more fully and maybe a bit more compassionately than I am now, Joseph Biden is a stunningly weak candidate. And Donald Trump, whatever his flaws, and God knows they are many, will chew him up in one-to-one. And that, and certainly Pence will chew up whoever's on the opposite side in the opposite role, whoever's his counter, his mirror, as the military says, uh, and the, as the Democratic nominee for vice president. So I predict right now, unless something pretty stunning happens, pretty stunning. And By the way, the Bolton book came close because it actually uh, contends that Trump asked China to help in an election. And if that revs up the impeachment hearings again, which Adam Schiff has said might well happen. We could be in a real mess come election time. We already have a radicalized electorate. We already have an angry electorate. So even though Donald Trump is slipping in the polls right now, most of the situations that he is being labeled with, and by the way, they're almost all his own fault, um, will begin to recede. Coronavirus, we're going to emerge from uh, the street protests are settling down, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Tulsa, as I say, will be a memory. So I believe right now um, things continuing, on, on, on to be normal if they were to continue to be normal which we all know 2020 is not a year for normality, but if they continue to be normal uh, I believe that Donald Trump's going to win second term and uh, that's not necessarily because he's the candidate I would choose it's not necessarily because uh, I despise everything about Joe Biden it is because uh, Joe Biden is a stunningly weak candidate, the Democrats really need to look at how this happened uh, Donald Trump Will be his bombastic, hard-sitting, bludgeoning self. I think he's going to come out of Tulsa with a fury. Um, He has not slipped much in the evangelical support, Roman Catholic support, um, what what you might lovingly call the Bubba vote. Remember, I'm from—I was born in South South Georgia, uh, so I say that kindly when I use the word Bubba. It's my my cousins, it's my brothers-in-law, it's it's all of all of my gang. Um, But the Bubba vote will still be with him, and he can he can shake off low polls with some good performance in the next, what would it be, six, maybe almost almost five months, four to five months. So that's my prediction. And I'm stepping out there because I want you to be able to watch uh, the dynamics that I'm talking about. And I, and I think that both parties need to really reconsider how they ended up with the party with the uh, party leaders that they have. But this is going to be a contest uh, like we've rarely seen. And the healthier candidate, believe it or not, is Donald Trump. Uh, because Joe Biden, as I've said, is stunningly weak. Um, a little bit unbalanced, quite unsteady, and he's putting together a team that will not be the A-team as any party would define it. So there's a lot of things that can happen. Only a fool makes predictions in American politics. I just did. I guess I'm a fool, but I do believe strongly um, that unless we have any huge disasters, huge terrorist actions, go to war, uh, some other things of that nature, or something horrible is found about Trump, like he's having an affair, or he you know, paid China to have... Biden assassinated or something weird like that, um, that it is very likely he's going to win this next election. Let me say two things. First of all, I can be wrong. (laughs) I can really be wrong. I predicted that Bill Lee in Tennessee would not win. And Bill Lee's a friend of mine. Uh, That's how bad uh, I can be at times. So I could very much be wrong. And some of you right now are probably praying that I will be. Um, But the other dynamic I want to to say um, is that there is a Trump factor Um, that is not just a reality distortion field. It's not just his misstatements. It's not just his, uh, ham handedness in handling national events. He is a gifted campaigner. I want you to remember, and I mean, this as a compliment to a Democrat. He bested Hillary Clinton in the last election, did it legally, did it decisively. Um, and Hillary Clinton was off balance. Hillary Clinton did not run her best campaign. Uh, Hillary Clinton did not win. And, uh, did not turn out well. And I give an analysis of that in my in my book, Choosing Donald Trump, if you're interested in the electoral stuff. So just be aware what he's really good at is what he's about to do to rewind the presidency. And this is not what Biden is good at, while all the factors that are currently causing him to drop in the polls are likely to amend themselves. So a prediction? Let's have some fun with this. Let's pray for our country. Let's watch this election. But I think probably Donald Trump is gonna win re-election as, as much as it does not look like he will now. If I'm wrong, fine, uh, but I don't think I am. And I think that the, the factors that I'm describing are really the main factors that we need to keep an eye on in the months to come. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times best-selling author, a popular speaker,